You're listening to Consider This, episode 271, for October 28, 2019. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever, wherever, and whoever you are, this is just another award-winning conservative opinion podcast. I'm just Doug Payton, and this is Just Consider This, where I say what I have to say and get you back on your way in just 10 minutes or less. Stop by the website for just a minute or two at considerthis.ctpodcasting.com. Why? Well, there's a transcript and all the many ways to get in touch with me and get your voice heard here. That's CT as in Crouching Tiger. Just one topic this time around. There's a boy named James Younger I'd like to introduce to you. His story will, I hope, spur you to action. That's coming up. I want to welcome Mike Ferris, Peggy Crocker, and Jeff Van Gilder to the ever-growing list of smart people who have liked the Consider This Podcast Facebook page. There's a great group of people there commenting on articles and political cartoons that I post there. This is the story of James Younger. He's seven years old, and he and his twin brother Jude come from a broken home. The breaking of the home seems to have started soon after the twins were born. The husband, Jeff Younger, started noticing strange behavior by his wife, Anne Georgulis. Well, it appears to me that strange behavior was there from the start. According to Jeff, they had quite the prenup. Quote, In the prenuptial agreement, we disclosed our education, all assets we owned, and our income levels with proof pay stubs and everything. In addition, we gave each other social security numbers and driver's license numbers in order to do a background check. Well, anyway, after the twins were born, things got stranger. She had told me at one point she was seeing lights. She had a couple of mental breakdowns where she would just pass through every human emotion about every 20 to 30 seconds. And when the twins were three years old, she started something else telling one of the twins, James, that he was a girl. In a video posted on YouTube, James says, quote, Mommy says that I'm a girl, close quote. More than that, she would dress him in dresses, put his hair up in hair clips, and paint his nails. On his fifth birthday, Anne made it something of a coming-out party. He wore a dress in public there, even though everyone who was in pre-K knew him as a boy. In school now, he's referred to as... Luna. But the thing is, now that the parents are separated, James, who is now seven, gets out of his girl clothes and puts on his boy clothes when it's time for his visits with dad. While there, James and Jude enjoy wrestling, plastic sword fighting, playing nature detective or looking for animal tracks and identifying bugs and plants, and playing video games. When a reporter from LifeSiteNews.com showed up, James referred to himself as James. His mother, Anne, however, got court orders to keep his dad from saying anything at school other than, this is a girl named Luna. That's it. He's required by court order to lie about his son. He can't even say that to his son. The mother also recently won a jury trial which requires all visits by the dad to be supervised. But here's the kicker. She now has the permission of the court 
to start transitioning, James, including the administering of puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones. It probably won't be happening soon, but she has the go-ahead. She has this permission because she got a counselor to claim that James has gender dysphoria, even though he does not actually meet the requirements of that diagnosis. And at least the fact that James changes his preferred identity depending on the parent he's with should send up some red flags. But alas, there are no flags on this play. Matt Walsh at the Daily Wire has been beating the drum on this case so much that he got hashtag SaveJamesYounger trending in the U.S. on Twitter. He notes one really interesting angle to this. Originally, James wanted to take the name Starfire as his female name, but his mother urged him to choose a different name. Odd that he can decide to change his gender, but she won't let him change his name, or at least pick the new one. But the bigger deal here is where he got his new name from. A girl superhero on Teen Titans Go. His favorite, Cartoon. This is a game to him, a fantasy. He doesn't think he's a girl, he thinks he's a cartoon superhero who happens to be a girl. He identifies as a girl about as much as, when he pretends sword fights, he identifies as Sir Galahad. And as I've asked before, can he also decide that he doesn't need a bedtime? And have Captain Crunch for supper every day? I bet you his mom won't allow those decisions. But based on a cartoon character and the brainwashing of his mother, at some point he's going to be pumped full of drugs to make lasting changes to his body. And searching the TV news websites while I was putting this episode together, CNN, MSNBC, Fox, ABC, CBS, and NBC, I found no mention of this. The papers, New York Times, Washington Post, L.A. Times, Washington Times, nothing. And yet, this courtroom ordeal, well, at least the part about transitioning James, has been going on for over 18 months. Save James, indeed, but save all of us from a culture and judicial process that makes something like this bit of child abuse possible. That's the story. The divorce is bad enough, but it doesn't rate national news. What should be national news is that people are being bullied into not just tolerating, but affirming that this insanity is a good thing. The right has been accused for decades of wanting a theocracy and wanting to police what people think. And yet a better example of exactly that you would be hard-pressed to find. Well, you might not find much of it now, but the slope, it is exceedingly slippery. I know, because we've seen the slippage year after year. Until now, seven-year-olds are cannon fodder in the culture war. But it is indeed a religious war, where they enforce their orthodoxy using their high priests of judges, psychologists, and counselors that drank the cultists' Kool-Aid. And if you can bully the populace into understanding the ramifications of heresy, you can get a jury to agree. I'm sounding harsh, I know. But something like this ought to be a wake-up call. Let's start with legislation. If you can't drink, or smoke, or vote, or dress yourself, you shouldn't be allowed to make such life- and body-altering decisions. But legislation isn't the cure-all. We need to change hearts and minds. The law is just a stopgap measure. It starts with hashtag SaveJamesYounger. 
some late-breaking good news on this front, is that this past Friday the 25th, the judge said that the parents will have joint custody so that Jeff will have a say in this gender transition. Of course, what that say will actually consist of is yet to be known. And remember, chemically castrating your child is perfectly fine, but spanking them, that's abuse. <laughs> Something of a downer episode, I know. But once I was made aware of it, I knew I had to make you aware of it. So what do you think? What are your thoughts on this? Are we losing the culture? Have we slipped too far on this slope, or do you think there's still hope? Let me know, and I'll get your thoughts here. Write me at considerthis at ctpodcasting.com, or call me at 267-CALL-CT-0, 267-225-5280. I really want to know where you are on this. Don't be shy. Get your voice heard here, so we can all consider this. <laughs> <laughs>